Elijah 3, A New Level Needed 1 Kings 19 15-16 NLT Then the Lord told him, Anoint Hazel to be king of Aram. Then anoint Jehu grandson of Nimshi to be king of Israel, and anoint Elisha son of Shaphat from the town of Abel Mahola to replace you as my prophet. The nation was under leadership that led away from God. The wicked and demonic regime under King Ahab and his wife Jezebel were not doing as they should, they were not truly being God's ministers for good, just as Nebuchadnezzar and Herod hadn't. Under God's command, Elijah the prophet's vision was to bring the whole nation back to God and turn them from idol idol worship of Baal, etc. After pronouncing a lengthy drought, and then enjoying God's provision in hiding while the wicked were suffering, he presented himself to the king and challenged Baal's prophets, etc. to a showdown of power. After successfully winning the showdown, and after destroying the prophets of Baal, Elijah then birthed in prayer a new season of fruitfulness, the drought broke and rain began. 1 Kings 1841 41-45 NKJV, Then Elijah said to Ahab, Go up, eat and drink, for there is the sound of abundance of rain. 42 So Ahab went up to eat and drink. And Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, then he bowed down on the ground, and put his face between his knees. 43 And said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. So he went up and looked, and said, There is nothing. And seven times he said, Go again. 44 Then it came to pass the seventh time, that he said, There is a cloud, as small as a man's hand, rising out of the sea. So he said, Go up, say to Ahab, Prepare your chariot, and go down before the rain stops you. 45 Now it happened in the meantime that the sky became black with clouds and wind, and there was a heavy rain. So Ahab rode away and went to Jezreel. After the amazing, miraculous victories of fire and rain, God did an additional supernatural act through Elijah. 1 Kings 1846 NLT Then the Lord gave special strength to Elijah. He tucked his cloak into his belt and ran ahead of Ahab's chariot all the way to the entrance of Jezreel. God's power came on Elijah with strength like Samson and endurance, he ran ahead of the king's chariot for many miles, keeping up with, and even outrunning, the chariot horses that were rushing to beat the rain. Through his God-empowered ministry, Elijah had experienced the great power and signs of the covenant formed under Moses. As Moses witnessed God's judgment on the ungodly who were oppressing God's people, plagues and the death of the firstborn, Elijah had seen the drought and death of the false prophets. As with Moses, God had preserved and provided for his people while the ungodly suffered the consequences of disobeying God. With Moses, God brought down fire on Mount Sinai, with Elijah, he brought down fire on the sacrifice on Mount Carmel. God enabled Moses to go forty days and nights on a complete fast, he empowered Elijah to do the same, 1 Kings 19-7-8. Through Moses's ministry, God manipulated water in the form of hail and the Red Sea. With Elijah, he oversaw the stopping and starting of rain. In Moses's ministry, God had destroyed those leading his people astray, the earth swallowed some of them, others were killed with the sword. Under God's anointing and supernatural move, Elijah had seen Baal's prophets executed, stopping them from leading God's people astray as they had been doing. Under Moses's covenant, Samson did many feats of great supernatural strength. Elijah had now matched this. In truth, Elijah had seen the best of the covenant that God instituted through Moses, all the signs, wonders, and interventions of God that had kept his nation on track for hundreds of years. But was it enough to get rid of this wicked, entrenched Ahab slash Jezebel Cabal? Despite the stunning victories and moves of God so far in this story, 
we next read that the overall objective of removing the devil's grip on the government was definitely not achieved. 1 Kings 19 1-2 MKJV, And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, also how he had executed all the prophets with the sword. 2 Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. Coming from the lips of this stony cold-hearted mother of false prophets, this death threat shattered Elijah's victory elation. Instead of seeing her removal as he had hoped, he fled in desperation for his life. 1 Kings 19 3-4 NKJV, And when he saw that, he arose and ran for his life, and went to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. 4 But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, and came and sat down under a broom tree. And he prayed that he might die, and said, It is enough. Now, Lord, take my life, for I am no better than my father's. When Elijah ran in front of Ahab's chariot, he was supernaturally empowered by God's Spirit. This time, however, under the intimidation of the devil's death threat, he fled in terror in his own strength. This resulted in physical and emotional exhaustion, he prayed that he might die. Plunged from the heights of victory, in the best of the move of God as they knew it, to the depths of despair, Elijah was in a mess. Would Jezebel and the demonic cabal ever be removed? We will have more on this tomorrow. Today, are you at the end of what you've been trying to do? Have you seen God's intervention in ways you have seen, been used in, or experienced in the past? Yet, it has not proved to be enough to dislodge what is going on in our nations today. Can I encourage you, there is a new level in God, one He is now leading us into. He has a huge harvest on His mind, He is dreaming of a vast, pure bride for His Son. It's now time to look closely at what happened in Elijah's story after this to see what this next level is. But for now, let's get honest about where we are, and begin asking God to show us what is next, what do we need now that will really work to clean out the Ahab-slash-Jezebel regimes of our day.